0: It's Alana. And Jacqueline. And you're back for another episode of Black and Yellow. So today's episode, I'm going to start with a little bit of academia, if you don't mind. Do it. So, Jack, there was an academic paper published in April of 2018 that suggests that women, us women, should reproduce with vertically challenged men, a.k.a. short men, for the good of human species. What do you think about that?
1: Um... I think it sounds a little strange, but <laughs> maybe this person has more scientific reasoning behind why.
0: I just read that paper and I was like, oh my goodness, does this mean that there is finally going to be an end in sight to the whole tall woman, short man dating stigma? I mean, yeah. could this mean that the age old trend of women preferring to date taller men versus shorter men is now a threat to humanity? What threat to humanity? Well, I mean, I'm just saying that's what this paper says because, according to the research published in the journal called Nature, the greater the size difference between the sexes, the higher the chance of that species becoming extinct.
1: Ah! <laughs> oh no! What are we gonna do? <laughs> what are we? Are we all gonna die? Oh my god! I gotta leave my boyfriend now, and go find a shorter guy. I
0: mean, that's what this research is telling you to Solidly. do. I but wonder if a short guy wrote this. You know, I didn't Maybe. think about that as I, I mean, was prepping I would. today's like, episode.
1: I'd be like, I'm a scientist. I can find anything to back up my uh, my my Your theory? For... <laughs> yeah, why not? <laughs>
0: Real convenient. I never thought about that. Oh my God, Jack, that's actually great. I I totally... Did not think about that once, is this short man propaganda? Hmm. Well, at the risk of sounding totally dramatic and ridiculous, I will cease my verbal clickbaiting and mention that the research that I spoke of was done on now extinct crustaceans and not on human beings. Read between those lines. I don't think there's a snowball's chance in hell that women are going to stop seeking out taller men to date. And I think that the the short man stigma is going to continue, sad to say.
1: I I agree, unfortunately. I think it's been, I think it's something that is, it's widely acceptable, but for some people, for some short men, or, you know, if we want to take the flip side of it, really, really tall women, can um, mm-hmm. feel just like sexism or racism or any kind of ism or.
0: Discrimination.
1: Yeah, totally.
0: Yeah, I'm totally happy that you hit up on that because I think that you're a hundred percent right. Um, I think that we are living in this this day and age where it's totally fine to body shame a man for being short because short shaming is a form of body shaming and height discrimination, aka heightism is a form of discrimination that I don't think we talk about or take very seriously. In today's day and age I think that we sort of cast off heightism as Oh, it's not as uh, severe A form of prejudice As racism or sexism Or homophobia or ageism So let's not take it as seriously But it is still a form Of discrimination
1: Definitely And I don't I mean, I personally don't think Many people think about it first Because if you aren't typically A really, really tall woman Which Mm -hmm. is more rare right since you are not an average size and right if you are a really 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 short man then you like these are just things people obviously don't think about just like maybe someone might not think about what it's like to be black or asian or latino and i think yeah once we start seeing how these things actually affect how much people get paid, how people get treated, you know? And, and I think it's tough. I, I was I was doing a ton of research and I just was like, I was kind of blown away that like, even, even people who are short or really, really tall women, it's tough because they're like in a weird place because they're still not necessarily disabled, right? They don't necessarily have had like a history of, you know, like for instance, slavery has definitely occurred. But you haven't seen... You're no. talking
0: about having, like, a set of difficulties.
1: Yeah, like, like it's there, but it's, like, also... It's a tough place to be in because they're able-bodied and they're well and mm-hmm. they can still get by. It's not like they're missing anything. And it's just, like, it's a really tricky place to be in. That being said, like, I think we should just dive right in. And, like, it's, so, it's such a fascinating topic.
0: Um, it is. Yeah, when we were talking about doing this topic, I... When we first were sitting down and talking about it, I think that we were sort of coming at it from, I guess, more of a superficial level. But then as we got deeper into this research, I know for me, it started to stir up some feelings from childhood, um, especially as a rather tall teenager. Yeah. Because in the world of of being a, a tall teenage girl, you don't really realize the politics of height that are at play. You know what I mean? At all, like when... and it's ingrained.
1: At... It's literally ingrained, yeah. in, in culture. And, and, and like, oh, 100 percent. And as I was reading this, I was thinking, what about like Asian culture? You know, because like we have a very strong culture. Yeah. And what about this kind of culture? And like, it's in every culture. It's like something that that it, it goes beyond race, and and, and culture. It, it's just it's, it's like rooted in somehow our DNA or our genetics from as we started forming to become humans. Yes. And I think rooted
0: is a perfect word because think about when we're kids, right? Like when you're a kid kid, and you go to a family function or a holiday function, what are the things that that adults generally comment on? Uh, The height of a child. how tall a kid is getting oh my look how tall you've gotten girl you are growing up taller than a weed grow kid grow like these are all statements that adults say to children when we are younger so we absorb this commentary
1: consciously or consciously or unconsciously
0: a hundred percent. And I, in prep for this episode, had to stop and sort of go back and recount the memories. I've got two male cousins. or are a year difference in age. One is so tall. One has not really grown much. And I was like, hmm, when I see Kyle, I'm like, oh, my God, Kyle, you're so tall. Look at how big you've gotten. Damn, you should go play basketball. But when I see my other cousin, I'm always like, hey, how you doing? It's so good to see you. You're yeah, such a gentleman. Right? You know, and there's this like sort of an awkwardness almost because here I am praising the taller brother only because he's tall because that's how we are uh, ingrained to sort of talk to and uh, give compliments to children. Because like the modern day equivalent is what do you do for a living, right? Yeah. And so with kids it's like oh my god how tall are you but also feeling awkward because if a kid isn't growing as tall but I've already praised this other kid for growing tall oh my god it's kind of awkward and that awkwardness keeps carrying on into adulthood Mm -hmm. at least I think.
1: Well, I mean, also, too, you think about when you're born, when babies are born, they're measured. Every time kids go to the doctor's office, they're measured. You know, it's a sign yep. of health. It's a sign of someone who is healthy. It's a sign of someone who is eating well and, and you know, uh, exercising right. And there's other factors that contribute to then in the future, which may that not, mes- may that, that still may not be necessarily the fact that, like, oh, look at this six-foot-tall man. He's healthy. but. He could also he's just six foot you know like and that goes into the mind and the psychology behind possibly how women choose their mates and um yeah i kind of have a similar situation i have a cousin in taiwan who both her parents are pretty small um my cousin her dad who's also my cousin she's my i guess he's like one if you like family tree he's he's one cousin above me so i'm his second cousin ideally um he his their kids are so little and that's something we always talk about like oh you're so little you guys are so little and then um she's now been taking uh she's been injecting hormones into her body um because they're they're afraid that she's gonna grow up and be too short um which is actually a really common thing for a lot of women um, or short people to do um
0: I did not know that. Yeah, a lot
1: of doctors start prescribing hormones to kids because either the the parents um, are afraid that they're growing, they're too slow, you know, in in their growth, Mm -hmm. or the fear of being too short somehow affecting, um, you know, natural body, something that should be more natural um, is now being induced by the type of hormone.
0: Or they're afraid that that their kids life choices or, you know, professional choices, career choices, love choices could be directly affected because, hey, when it comes to the dating world, women prefer tall guys and short guys generally get the short end of the stick. No pun intended. Right. Yeah.
1: Seriously, But
0: let's actually talk about that when it comes to dating, because that's what the, the episode is, is the, the tall woman, short man stigma. Where did it come from? Why do we as women prefer to seek out and date taller men? Why are shorter men stigmatized? Let's talk about us for a second. Have you ever dated someone taller than you, shorter than you? What, what What's that like? What's your preference?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Go for it, Jackie. So uh, I am 5'4". So naturally, I am the average height of the uh, U.S. woman. A woman in the U.S. Yeah, thank yeah. you. And so, take take my height. Uh, I will generally be shorter than most men, unless I'm dating a man who's five three or five two. However, <laughs> I I have I was so proud of myself, and then I felt a little ashamed afterwards after like going through what you kind of talked about your cousins, whereas that. I did. I dated a shorter guy when I was in sixth grade. Um, he was my first boyfriend, and I remember at that time that I wasn't necessarily embarrassed about or concerned about his height. Right? It was never something mm-hmm. that was like, "Oh, you're less than," because he was a really cool guy. And at sixth grade, you know, I wasn't thinking about. I wasn't thinking about height, uh, but it was always something. Yeah. I, as I was reflecting back on my dating all the way up into sixth grade um (laughs) uh, it was it was always something I I recognized in that moment that it was always something that I was aware of so
0: let me illustrate something
1: was that you know he was so cute and he was so cool and like I said at 12 years old I didn't really care right I just thought like what a cool guy But I do remember having moments when we were standing next to each other and holding hands. I remember having certain moments and thoughts of thinking like, oh, he's shorter than me. And it's interesting to think about that because if you flip that, if a guy, if I was dating in sixth grade, a guy who was taller than me, I would have never, ever, ever thought, oh, he's taller than me. So I just like had this epiphany and I was thinking like, man, even at sixth grade, based on what I had seen in movies or taught to believe or, you know, ingrained in my culture, whether I knew it or whether I didn't or whether I was aware of it or was that whether I wasn't, I somehow knew that he would by him being a little bit shorter than me, that somehow it was different. And that that I me myself going back into my past and seeing that just made me realize how problematic that was ah okay you know like even already at such a young age already having this uh, idea and this awareness of like oh this guy is shorter than me and you know in the future or if I was older it could be it could mean x y and z but like I was so young and so sort of more pure and innocent that I didn't really have an opinion about it but now I'm thinking like Why if it was a guy taller than me, I I knew I know for a fact it's I would have not thought, oh, this guy's taller than me. I knew I wouldn't, you know, so.
0: Yeah, because it's just what society tells us uh, should be. The men, quote, should be taller than the women.
1: Right. And so somehow maybe it was wrong or not okay, And like I didn't know I didn't necessarily have such strong feelings on that just yet, you know, since I was still becoming myself but I somehow my body or my my consciousness knew that something was maybe off and I, I think it's just so fascinating I think that that is that that is even something that has to be off because what it is is just two people who like each other who maybe love each other in the future for talking about you know people who get married and stuff like that but yeah, isn't that cool? Like, I was like.
0: Yeah, that is really fascinating that even at that young of an age, you were aware of it because I think for me on the flip side, so I'm five foot eight. We're very, um, yeah, we're, we're in, flipped. Yes, we, we are definitely on two opposite ends of the spectrum. But hey, if I were a man, I could date you because I would technically be taller than you. <laughs> yes. You would look up at me and not down on me or uh, down at me. I
1: would definitely not. And I, I still wouldn't ever if you were shorter than me. <laughs> true I,
0: I, yes I, I think there are people out there that would feel odd about that
1: yes so you is
0: like a general one as opposed to you Jackie but yes thank you for saying that <laughs> um, so I'm 5'8 and I was always pretty aware from a young age that I was either going to be taller than or looking eye to eye uh, with the guy that I am dating and when did you when, I was
1: real- a- when did you realize that or why did you realize that
0: so my parents stand pretty eye to eye. Like my dad's not ex- is is not much taller than my mom and especially when my mom would wear heels, she was maybe like an inch taller than him.
1: Oh, as I see. So I your was parents going... are pretty neck and neck as far as height.
0: Yeah. Yeah, like and, and for me and my father, I think by the age I was by the time I was 16, I was standing eye to eye with my dad as well. Wow. So just in my immediate home the idea of men must be taller wasn't necessarily something that i was living because the women in my household i e my mother and i were literally eye to eye with my father I and my see. father didn't have any weird hang-ups or qualms about the fact that the women were on his eye level maybe we could say as the kids would say On his level, he was never weird about it. Uh, I never heard my dad be like, Maggie, wear flats. I don't want you to wear heels and be taller than me. Like, my father was never like that. Oh, that's great. And when I, (laughs) thank you. And uh, in junior high, I was taller than a fair amount of the boys in my class. Mm. So I pretty much realized that if I wanted to have a boyfriend, because at the time that was what I was interested in having. Of course. I think maybe subconsciously I realized he might not be taller than me. There's Uh, not many guys in my class that are taller than me. Those two things combined with the fact that I was also very into supermodels and socialites mm -hmm. when I was a preteen teenager. And what breed of women tend to stand taller than their boyfriends or husbands? Supermodels Supermodels do. Exactly. I was very into David Bowie and Iman growing up. They were a kick-ass, beautiful couple because here's this music maverick who is super confident standing next to this beautiful supermodel who is essentially this like fly, leggy, melanated accessory hanging off of him. And I always thought that was so cool. So I think I'm saying all of that to say... I was never weird about dating guys that were shorter than me because uh-huh. I think I had the the idea of, like, oh, but like, this is how supermodels are. So, guess I better get used to it. Like, and he doesn't want to feel like a supermodel. You know what I mean?
1: Uh, well, I do and I don't um, because <laughs> I'm so, I. Sorry. It's okay. Um, uh, in a way, that's interesting. We have like some correlation in that. My mom growing up was obsessed with supermodels and all the Victoria supermodels, is Victoria Secret Supermodels, especially because a lot of them were from Brazil. And so yes. she always felt kind of like, you know, Brazil pride as she knew that they came from her second homeland. Um, <laughs> um, but uh yeah, I remember I remember always wanting to be taller, um, and feeling like I was too small and like, you know, Got wondering it. like that that wasn't fair and all that stuff. Um but I think it's I think it's interesting that you illustrate sort of your background on it because you have a much more you have a healthier background where you didn't grow up in a household where not that I didn't but like you're you ha- you could have, you know, but your dad was pretty open and like it wasn't like it wasn't something that bothered him. And mm-hmm. and then you aspired to maybe want to be a supermodel and supermodels were just always going to be taller than their men regardless. So yeah, they hit the genetic lottery and yeah. and they're
0: supermodels. Right, they're right, right.
1: Internationally lauded yeah. for being
0: beautiful. Who doesn't want to be in that um in that uh of uh, of genre of women?
1: Right. And but I even when I go and have go ahead. No, 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 do it. You you go. <laughs>
0: I was going to say, even when I have father-daughter dates with my dad, we do those once a month, and I wear my, like, two- or three-inch heels, and I'm standing over my father, and I, like, throw my arm around my dad's neck. There's nothing about that that feels weird to me yeah, at all. And I think some people might say, oh, well, like, don't you feel weird? What are people going to think if you're taller than the guy that you're dating? And my thought to those, my reaction to those people would be, who are these people that are thinking, that are judging a taller woman and a shorter man like who are them who are these people whose opinions yeah we slash I slash one should be taking so seriously
1: right right well I mean I think a lot of it is a set of traditional values yet a lot of it is so deep ingrained in our psychology you know like in our genetic makeup yeah. we don't even know we're making these choices All we know is we look at something and we go, that's kind of weird. Or we look at something and we go, "Mm, I don't know how I feel about that. We don't know actually why our brain rationalizes and decides to make these opinions or these choices or these judgments because it goes way deeper than that.
0: Yeah. Well, should we get into some some facts and some stats? Like, should we get into some of that stuff? Yeah. Why not? We're already on it. Okay. sweet. So you you mentioned the average height of a woman is five foot four. And just so we all know, the average height of a man in the U.S. is five foot nine. However, when it comes to dating, most women require, I'm putting require in air quotes, uh, <laughs> that they date a man who is who stands six feet tall or taller. Fun fact, the countries with the tallest men are the Netherlands, Germany, and Australia and Canada, where the oh. average height of a man is 5'10", with the exception of the Netherlands, where the average height is 5'11 to 6 feet. And the shortest men are from East Timor, Yemen, and Laos. Wow. And those men, yeah, in, the, <laughs> in East Timor, uh, the the average height of a man is 5'2". And in Yemen and Laos, the average height of a man is 5'3", uh, respectively. So, there's that. I also think it's important that we we sort of touched on heightism earlier in the episode. And I want to actually go into the actual definition of heightism because it is actually a real thing. And so heightism or height discrimination is defined as prejudice or discrimination against individuals based on their height. Now, in principle, discriminatory treatment against individuals whose height is not within the normal acceptable range um, is generally treated. It's laughed at. The job opportunities are not as great. Mm -hmm. Generally, shorter people make less money. However, they tend to live longer lives than those who are taller. So think about that. It goes without saying that heightism is most common against shorter than average men as opposed to shorter than average women. Right. And heightism is also something that's generally accepted or, or ignored altogether. And so when we think about it in terms of dating, yes, women have types, but generally not every guy that and shows up on a woman's dating app is going to hit all of the requirements that she may have, right? Mm-hmm. Like maybe, you know, someone prefers, a woman may prefer a guy with glasses or prefer a guy with ginger hair who's six feet tall. Not every guy is going to meet those requirements. However, when it comes to a height requirement, especially in the dating world for women, we tend to... Be uh, unwavering. We tend to say, no, you have to be six feet tall and taller. That's just what I, quote, sexually prefer. And when you think about it in those terms, that's height discrimination masquerading as sexual preference. But furthermore... That's body shaming. Mm -hmm. I bring up body shaming because generally when we talk about body shaming in today's day and age, we generally talk about it with the subconscious understanding that it's something that occurs primarily to women and that men are generally not thought of as being the recipients. However, only 14% of men in the United States are six feet or taller, which means that 86% of men don't meet this, quote, ideal body type that... Women, women desire right
1: cool. yeah or, or to put it washed more... in a way too to exactly
0: to or to put it more bluntly we women be body shaming short men right pretty so, much yeah so let's just like take those two things into account as we move forward uh with this conversation yeah so where did this st-
1: stigma come from
0: um, is my big question
1: well before we go into that i wanted to read this really interesting quote Um, Go ahead. From the College of William and Mary Law School, um, written by Isaac B. Rosenberg. So he said, it's such a good quote. He said, quote, at first blush, the concept of real height discrimination is almost laughable. After all, we do not typically think of height when we discuss types of discrimination. Yet there's no denying that we place a high premium on height, be it. Social, sexual, economical, and economic, sorry. And our preference for height pervades almost every aspect of our lives. Economist Mm -hmm. John Kenneth Gilbreth, I hope I'm saying that right, who towered at six feet eight inches, described the favored treatment we afford taller people is one of the most blatant and forgiven prejudices. If yep. you, in our society if you do not believe it consider oh, yeah. consider whether you yourself would like to be taller and try putting your finger on the reason why or why not end quote um, you think it was it was such a said well done because I remember it, I remember thinking about this topic and you know as I started researching I was kind of like you know I, I read the word heightism and then I you know was reading all these articles about short people and there was part of me who was kind of like is this serious like, you know, surface-y, sort of not really into it. And then as I started to get way more into it, I was like, Holy moly, this person's mm-hmm. height affects every aspect of their life. And Oh yeah. And there was this wonderful article I don't remember which one I I must have skimmed it, but it was he was a short he was a short guy complaining about his height. And he pretty much said like he was, like, fat, he was like, fat people could diet and, you know, get plastic surgery. Or he said they can diet and get skinny. Ugly people can get plastic surgery. Uh, Something like, he said one other thing, he was like, but my height, I can't change it. And I was like, wow, yeah. I didn't even think about that, you know?
0: Oh, well, yeah, because height is just a matter of whether or not you're hitting the genetic lottery or not.
1: You know oh, I mean? yeah. Well, here's the thing. I This happened... I, I remember watching this years and years ago on some kind of Chinese documentary. But there is this, like, camp you could go to in China. And you stay there for months at a time where they break your legs. And when they break your legs, your bone grows back to that area. And you end up being taller, like, two or three inches. Something crazy like that. And people in, in China actually go and do this. But see, that's so...
0: That to me is it's not crazy that people do it
1: because (laughs) I get that
0: height is something that's desirable, but also like you're incurring voluntary injury. I know. Like your legs will never work the same way again. Yeah. Do you know
1: what I mean? And that just goes to show how, how far people will go to be taller, to go and actually voluntarily break their legs, their own legs. Oh no.
0: I, I, I've always been very aware that, people who are short want to be taller. This is always obvious to me when I'm at the grocery store or at Target and I might be in an aisle with someone who is a lot shorter than me and I will see them try and reach for something on a high ledge and I always will go over and say, hey, do you want some help reaching that? And if it's a woman, then it's like, oh my God, yes, thank you so, so much. But if it's a man, Men get kind of bent out of shape about it. If a short uh. guy who can't reach something all of a sudden is approached by a taller woman and is like, hey, can you help me? I remember I was at Target a couple of months ago and there was a short guy. who needed to reach something. I think it was like a I know we were in the like snack food section because I had just got a bag of Chex Mix from the wall. And he was trying to reach something on a higher ledge. And I walked over and I said, hey, do you want some help? And he said, no, I don't. But oh, he immediately geez. went to go grab a target employee, a male target employee, to help him. So it was the double whammy of, I don't want help from a, sh- a tall person. And I damn sure don't want help from a taller woman. Yeah. Because that makes me feel emasculated. Well, I mean, think about how long that's happened. His whole
1: life most likely too
0: Oh, for sure. Yeah. But I'm glad that you you read that quote because let's just talk about how we view tall people, right? Mm-hmm. Just just for a second. We equate height with status and favorable genetic quality. Yeah. We view taller men specifically as being stronger and more masculine. Mm-hmm. Though there's I mean, not that exactly... Was, that was
1: kind of what we were talking about initially in, in when we were talking about this topic. I remember telling you, like, when I see a taller man, I think, like... Like, I'll be saved from, like, a lion, you know, in the forest. And, like, I can imagine back then if if we are scavenging for meat and a lion comes out, the biggest, tallest, strongest man would most likely have been able to kill it or or whatever, you know, as the woman runs away with the baby or something. Um, Yeah, but even that, even what you just said, it's enforcing
0: a very patriarchal social idea.
1: Right. right, but like, I don't like, see, that's what I mean. I don't even know where this came from. It's just ingrained in us from society. Right, like, exactly. Like, like it's not like no... I'm choosing, it's not like I'm choosing to do it. It's so unconscious that it's only when we do say it out loud or talk about it that it's kind of like, hmm, that's, that's interesting, like, let's let's get further further into that. Yeah,
0: or how about this? Making more money, tell people generally make more money and hold a higher position of leadership at work. So as in one US study puts it, quote, it is hardly a coincidence that 58 percent of Fortune 500 CEOs are six feet or taller. This unconscious bias leads itself to workplace discrimination. Now, if anyone knows the writer Malcolm Gladwell, he actually puts this beautifully in his book Blink, where he says, quote, most of us in many ways that we are not entirely automatically aware of. Automatically associate leadership ability with imposing physical stature. So we yep. think if you're taller, you have more authority. But that's not totally true. That's just our perception.
1: Right. And based on, you know, results, you know, like presidential elections, most of them, most of the taller candidates have beat out the shorter candidates. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like, that's all, like, that's just, whoa, it's a lot to uncover and peel back.
0: Or we also think that short people are less intelligent. One explanation for this is that height can be an indicator of genetic and mental health. So people who are healthier grow taller and become more intelligent. However, as an academic in the field uh, writes for an, for an article in Psychology Today, the real answer to that is we're not actually sure if that's true or not. But again, it's our perception. It is. Oh, you're taller. You must be healthier with a bigger brain. Well, it's Why like, do when- we
1: think that? It's like hmm. when kids go to the doctors, like if the kid is not developing at a height or, you know, based on their age, then there could be something clearly wrong with them, according to doctors, and then according to what, right? Because if they have shorter parents, their genetics are different. What are they comparing that to?
0: Well, true. Or I also think of it, if we're looking in the US specifically, Asian men tend to be shorter than, than Hispanic men, black men
1: and white men, correct? Well, Asians in general, we're just we're just built smaller.
0: Right. But it, but specifically in the US, Asian men tend to be shorter, but they're they not less intelligent. Oh, we have yeah. this on the show many times <laughs> that Asian people writ large are the more intelligent ones. If we're talking about people within the United States, because we have the model minority myth at play. Right. Asian people are more studious. They take their studies more seriously. They focus more like the, the model minority myth is in direct contrast to right. tall equals smart.
1: Which yeah, which goes to show that tall does not always equal smart because most Asian men are not six feet tall.
0: But they're smart as fuck. Right. <laughs> just saying. Just saying. Um, however, I really like what George Yancey, who is a professor at of sociology at the University of Northern Texas I actually really like what he has to say about this whole uh men and being tall women and being short I think it's why I choose to not buy into the I have to date a taller man if I'm a tall woman mm. so I think that's great he believes yeah, he believes that high preferences of men and women can be explained by traditional societal expectations mm-hmm. and gender stereotypes. Mm-hmm. He noted that in a widespread perception that tall height is a personal asset for men and a personal liability for women. Already right there, we're on an unequal playing field because you can't control your height, how tall you are or how short you are. Never, unless he you go said, break your legs. Oh, no. Right. He said that the study's findings uh, that height matters more to women supports the social system of patriarchy in which males are the primary authority figures. Quote, the masculine ability to offer physical protection is clearly connected to the gender stereotype of men as protectors, he said. And in a society that encourages men to be dominant and women to be submissive or subservient, having the idea of tall men hovering over short women reinforces this value, Mm -hmm. end quote. So I think that when we when we talk about having to 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 date a man who's six feet, I think we should stop and check that bias that we have against short men because. In a way, we're reinforcing the patriarchy, right? Absolutely. I mean, we're saying that a a short man, we can't feel safe with a short man, which is patently untrue, but also as a feminist, I want to know that I can protect my damn self. Mm -hmm. I don't need a man, I don't need a taller man to make me feel protected. This is being said by a woman who carries pepper spray and a taser in her purse at all times. <laughs> Come at me on the street, I will fuck you up myself. <laughs> and I don't need a man to protect me because that's one of the reasons. But but no. But y'all jokes aside, that's one of the reasons that women give towards preferring to date taller men is they want to feel protected.
1: Yep, I completely agree. And I've been one of those women, you know, based on how I grew up and what I saw on television and what I was taught and with my culture and Asian women generally being seen as, you know, more calm and docile, subservient. And, you know, those are things that I still sort of battle with at times within my own culture is that how do I sort of find the balance between all of it, you know, without being my true self and having my own essence without continuing certain tropes or you know patriotism or any sort of that uh, or patriarchy not patriotism um patriarchy i got what you were saying
0: (laughs) very (laughs) big difference
1: um through that all you know and i think it it takes it takes some self-reflection to see where it all comes from because like i said before a lot of this people don't even know why (laughs) and so where do you even begin? Let's say you take me for an example. I grew up with a single mom, a mom who idolized six feet tall American men. And um, most most of them, you know, in Hollywood. And, you know, was kind of taught that that was the man to have, you know? And then not having the father in the picture also affects all, all of it. And then going to school, you know? And it's just like, How do we begin to sort of look back and see where it all began and then how do we start changing those lenses and those perspectives on a day-to-day basis? I think that's the key to just really think about the thoughts that are going through my head as I'm going about my day when I do see a shorter man or I am in contact, uh, you know, with someone who's shorter than me and maybe a man or seeing other people Around me and how they're acting, like I think it takes a certain amount of effort to kind of dissolve that because we all have it, in a way.
0: Oh, totally. I think a good a good jumping off point, um, in really sort of checking our biases is maybe going through the mental rolodex of why, if you are a woman that that prefers to date a taller man. And when I say prefers to date, I mean, you prefer a guy that is six feet and taller, no exceptions. A five foot eleven man will simply not do.
1: Right. Right. Like I'm really, really strict. (laughs) Right. Exactly. Why? I mean, and let's just go
0: through some of these these reasons. Right. So we already talked about protection. You and I both spoke of that. Uh, My other little caveat to that would be what does that look like in real time? I have never been walking down the street and some guy comes up to me and just wants to pick a fight. Has that ever happened to you?
1: Yeah, I think this idea of protection, you have to really take it into reality because also too in today's modern world, how oftentimes are you with your man? You know, and when you are with your man, you're probably safe in your home or not somewhere where you might get attacked. Like if if let's right, say you're in a exactly. more in a more, you know, stable, committed relationship. But even then, like you're if you're single and you're, you know, just dating around, like most of the times you're alone, right? Yeah, men are less likely to step
0: to you as a woman if you are standing beside another man. Right. That I mean, that's just fact. So this whole, I need a man to feel protected, but it's the moments that you're not with your men, just with your man or men, how whatever your relationship is. Uh, like you just said, you're probably not going to be standing next to your man in a moment where you feel threatened. Mm-hmm. Physically or verbally and quite frankly if a guy is like cat calling you I take great pleasure in turning back and giving that MF a piece of my mind <laughs> Like I ha- just take great great pleasure in that so okay there's the protection uh, I don't want to say excuse the protection reason I wear heels I don't want to make a man feel emasculated if I choose to wear heels my question is how often are you wearing heels yeah how high are these heels I mean I'm just saying like I I enjoy wearing heels but even so I'm not wearing them often right how often do you wear heels
1: very rarely
0: (laughs) so okay so there we go uh not wanting to look down on or at someone then don't look down on or at
1: (laughs) At someone I love your
0: answer then, then don't Like then don't have a low th- thought of this shorter individual And don't I mean, look down at that person
1: I'm hoping some of these people Have a level of depth And if they don't and they don't want to look down Or at someone Then that would be the answer Don't look down and at someone And that's that's a lot more There's so much more behind that phrase
0: You know Agreed, agreed Or what about the, the, the yearn to want to feel small That That's a weird
1: one to me that I've actually heard from a taller woman. I have really? yeah, I have two really big, tall girlfriends. One of them is six foot one. She's like a beautiful Russian girl. and okay. and that and that again, too, takes some dissecting. And um the other one is about five eleven. Um they've okay. told me a,
0: Amazon, yeah. Yeah,
1: Amazon Queen. And she's she's a much she's on I think the much more healthier end of it. She's definitely embraced her tallness. She's taller than her husband when she wears heels, but she said she got lucky and she ended up falling in love with a six foot four man. So lucky her. Wow. Um yeah, they're beautiful together. But um my taller friend, of obviously, you know, with a Russian background and a Russian culture, um, She's always felt really big, and I remember having this conversation with her because she was single at the time, and you know I was always asking her like, "What do you find in a man?" Because like she's so she was she was tall, and I think that was very obvious to all of us. Um, and it was something that we you know it wasn't like we had to figure anything out, but I was really curious because I will never know what it's like to be six foot one, and she will never know what it's like to be five foot four. And right. um, I was just kind of figuring out what it would be like to be in her shoes. And, um, yeah, like, you know, again, it goes, it goes right back to this idea that like women have to be, you know, pampered by someone they love or needs to feel like a princess or wants to feel. And I think maybe if she never, I don't know how much of that she even had as a young girl. So it's just like, it's not about the actual physical size. You know, it's about these feelings that we have that are untouchable, that are unseenable, but are felt inside of us with our with our brain and our heart that are no no bigger or no smaller than mine. And so this idea of her wanting to feel small, I think, um, never maybe really got satiated by childhood or by parents or even by herself. Like you can create that, you know, So I'm not too sure, but I remember it was one of her things. She was like, I need to be with a taller man because I like to be like, I like to feel small. And I was like, I was like, that's valid. Like, I'm not going to say that you're wrong or that that's not right because you're, you're six foot one. And if you feel like you want to feel small, then I can't take that away from you you know, but I I don't, but I don't necessarily think it should be like, well, fuck all the short men. Like, I think she, she knows that. And that's why she never really said anything about short men. Um, but I remember she was more like directly talking about what she needed. And that also may be an illusion. You know what I mean? Like that, you might end up with a six foot one, six foot four guy and be like, this is not working out. And then you might be dating a five foot 10 guy and realize he gives you everything you've ever wanted. So, you know, it takes takes time and it takes some figuring out and people are going to get hurt and people are going to realize that maybe the things that they thought for so long and believed in are not necessarily true the minute, you know, like the whole the grass is greener on the other side. Or like you said, like, you know, there's two sides to every coin and we have to be able to and to, there's no excuses anymore. We have to be able to see both perspectives there are many perspectives at this point.
0: Yeah, I wish I, it, it hurts my heart to hear uh, your tall friend's plight, because when I hear that, I think it is one of those things that tall girl to tall girl, I would have taken that girl aside and I would have been like, yo, girl, you got supermodel complex. OK, the finest, I, most beautiful. I told women her in the that world. all the
1: time and she didn't. Dude. She was not about it. I tell you. Interesting. She was not about it. I would tell her. I was like, dude, do you know how much money you can make from just modeling? Because she's an actor, too. And um, we're not anymore. But yeah, she was like, nope, not about it. And I was like, are you serious? And she was like, nope. And I was like, all right. Like, I don't know where that comes from either. But, you know, somewhere deep down inside there is something else going on and I at that moment I was not about to get into it or have the energy to you know and it's not up to me again it's up to her to discover her own journey and her own path and if she doesn't feel like she wants to be a supermodel then I'm not gonna not gonna change her mind so yeah Yeah, sorry I didn't I didn't mean to cut you off
0: but that was Oh no, you're fine. Yeah. No, 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 you're fine. I also realize in me saying like, oh my god, she doesn't see her worth. That is also my hardcore feminism belief coming out. Mm. Um, but you know what? I'll save that for the call to action because it's sort of a, it's part of a longer little rant I have. Okay. So we'll just move on to the next reason. Uh, things in the bedroom could get uncomfortable with a shorter guy. I don't know how I don't know how, yeah. <laughs> don't know how but, often you have Sex standing up but for me That's maybe Like five or six Times a year I'm generally laying Down on my back <laughs> stomach or Side
1: Ooh, we're getting real vulnerable Here um, I, I mean but but
0: these these reasons I feel like we should talk them out Because and correct me if Any listeners out there who's like I have sex standing Up every day you have no <laughs> idea what you're missing Shout it out but <laughs> I I was under some sort of impression that most people had sex not uh standing on their two feet.
1: Yeah, I
0: don't Like that's a sometimes thing. Maybe a a club, a festival, a tight closet, a bathroom, that I can all understand. <laughs> but like the average ways in which we have sex, I thought we're sort of uh laying in some sort of laying position. I mean or on all fours. I
1: thought so too. I'm I'm obviously not a very tall woman, so I don't know what it's like to, you know, have sex with the shorter man but <laughs> so I can't really put my it's not that awkward here. but I would say <laughs> like I don't mean to get really graphic here but it's like you there's it's very obvious what needs to go in what and right I don't I don't really think necessarily height should make a huge difference but then again I guess get some boxes like <laughs> get a table adjust the height like you can get real creative around there <laughs> it could be your sex yeah, table I like mean, you could do you have fun with it like don't let it be an obstacle what w think about it ladies out there i don't know uh, there could you could be missing out on the best sex of your life with a man who maybe is just an inch shorter than you how do you know you don't know
0: preach preach yeah, so jackie Preach. i'm so behind that one yeah <laughs> I, I yeah trust t- take the advice from a tall girl once y'all are laying down those <laughs> height differences, you don't really notice. <laughs> just just trust me on this one.
1: I mean I would I <laughs> would take on. I would take more orgasms than extra 100%. height inches. A hundred percent. And I'm, ta- I'm not doubt. talking about the other kind of itch. I'm talking about that itch. <laughs>
0: Jackie, you and I are on the same page. Oh. Or how about this reasoning? Uh, the ease with which a taller guy can pick me up versus a shorter guy picking me up? Correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't like I don't really see many tall men hucking their girlfriends over their shoulders like sacks of potatoes and walking down the street.
1: Do you? Oh, man. This stuff is so ingrained. It's crazy. It, I don't, I think it's, again, I don't mean to be devil's advocate, but I've heard other women say things like this idea of like just being spoofed, you know? And that I don't think it comes down to a man being taller. I think if he's strong, he can swoop you up no matter what and flip you around and flip you over and swing you around. But I think that physical, the, it's, the, you know what it is? It's the attachment. Right, it's the attachment that someone taller or bigger will give me this will fulfill me this, and that is not necessarily true. Mm-hmm. That that's ultimately I, what it is. Yeah, and I guess
0: again, like being a semi-tall woman, that you've desire had desire to be. No, I was going to say that desire to be picked up and um, uh, thrown against a wall. I can. I've gotten that with short guys too. Oh, That's I not see. Unique yeah, to a tall man. Right there, Strong you go. Man, writ large. <laughs> yeah. Tall, short, average. They can all do that. Yeah. But again, I just, I wanted to just throw that one out there because it's like, ladies, how often are you looking to be picked up? Oh,
1: honestly. Well, I think too. Like, I think you said this about. I don't want to. You know throw anyone under the bus here but I remember you maybe mentioning I'm going to be as vague as possible um sure. <laughs> you did mention sure. something about someone that you knew that it was just like by all of this being in the way you actually eliminate all the possibilities of you having a deep connection with someone and a wonderful yes. possible relationship um partnership um friendship whatever it may be whatever it comes to because of your discrimination against height and yes that like (laughs) it can bring you so much more joy and fulfillment and happiness when those things you know become like when you can dissolve them
0: yeah, uh, Jackie. Thank you for saying that. Jackie is mentioning a friend of mine. I'm going to be very vague as well because she is one of my best friends, and I. That's not that. vague at all. Clear. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't clear this anecdote with her, but um, and her name is. I'm just yeah,
1: kidding.
0: She, I, I <laughs> that hilarious. I can't say, but she did pass up a great. I was. I was sort of witnessing her passing up a great partnership with a very worthy man who, who had a was ton of Asian, confidence. Asian, right? Also. Who, who also happened to be Asian. Let's just toss that in there. Um, <laughs> super smart, very fucking employed. I, I have to hit the fucking because he was just so employed and made so much goddamn money. Ooh, it was like it made yes. my head spin. <laughs> He also sort of checked off that those millennial boxes of like a cool sounding job and one that would sound good to parents and one that also sounds good to people in our generation that we immediately recognize as as uh, being cool. And he was really excited to go out with her and it just didn't work out because she couldn't get past the whole height thing. And that made me very sad for him and her because he's dope as fuck. And she's still looking for her perfect person. And there's perfect. a part of me that does. I don't like that word. I don't either. But <laughs> but when it comes to dating, yes. you and I are it's... booed up. So we can't be salty over here like, oh, perfection. Like, you know, you remember it's, dating. It's and, used like, a lot. Looking for the and... perfect one. Yep. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it makes me sad. It made me sad for the both of them. And full disclosure, she's still single. Right. So. You know what I mean? So yeah. like having super stringent requirements on how tall a partner should be, does it really bode well for us? Us meaning women who are looking to find that that guy that's going to sweep us off our feet. What if he's a uh, not taller than you is he is he less of a man is he right. less masculine yeah and that brings me to my next point shorter men are less masculine and so the person that says that I would then say this to them is uh, John Legend not masculine because Chrissy Teigen is taller than him Right. Was David Bowie not man enough because Iman's taller than him? Yeah. Is Joe Jonas not man enough because Sophie Turner, Turner is taller than him? Is Adam Levine not man enough because Behati Prince Lou is taller than him? What about Jason action movie Statham? I know. Rosie Huntington-Whiteley he's, he's is most, taller than
1: him. He's like the most manliest. You <laughs> like, I don't know. Sometimes yeah. I think like, yeah, it's just it's so crazy how these things become so... I don't know, sometimes, I don't mean, I have to like, sometimes, <laughs> Go ahead. I feel like, and I've been there, and I've done similar things, where we use this idea, or this way of how things should be, again, this is like picking right back off of the story by your friend, to like, maybe let's say what we really want is really scary to get, you know, is to like, be vulnerable and to date a man who's shorter than us because that may look a certain way and it may make people feel a certain way. And that's scary. Like, I get it. But Mm -hmm. where am I going with this? But I think it's, if we can allow ourselves, if we can allow ourselves to just dip our toes in the water a little bit, to be uncomfortable, to realize that, yes, okay, maybe I'm not so into this guy because he is a little short. But he's funny, he's smart, he's brave, he makes me, you know, pee my pants, like, funny. Like, those things start (laughs) to, like, out, those things start to begin to outweigh the height. And then you can actually see the person as a real person, as a soul, as something behind the eyes versus the height. And those things will start to kind of fade away. But if you never give yourself the chance, then you'll never know.
0: Yeah, I-, I couldn't agree with you more. I um I do think it starts with us checking our biases. Oh, but I absolutely. Also,
1: and where they come from—that's also... huge. Because a lot, like for me, a lot of things I had to like check my biases. But if I didn't know where they were coming from, I couldn't really like pin it down. Like I had to realize that like the re- why did my mom fall in love with Hollywood and Hollywood actors. Because well, she had like mm-hmm. a really terrible life In Taiwan and she needed to escape So then that got put on to me But like I didn't have a terrible life Here so then You know it's like you literally have to like like Go every layer Deep down as possible um, That yeah, would help.
0: Or I think you can also look at The other side of the spectrum Because we as women have no Problem asking a man How tall he is but let's let's examine the other side. If a man asked a woman how much she weighs oh. because he only dates Dated. women cool. that have a certain body type or skinny. Oh my god, we vilify those men. Yeah. You're a fucking asshole, you douchebag, you dick. How dare you ask me how much I weigh? But hey, does the height make the man just like does the weight make the woman? Right. The answer to both of those questions Are a resounding no Right Or Think about if a man Were to ask a woman How big her boobs are Yeah You know what I mean Like it's the same It's the same thing I think that we can Oh 100% And I think we can also Sort of often fall Into this contradictory uh, Stance Because we can We like to say Height equals strength And power And making more money And virility And all of those things but if but we're not ensuring that, oh, 100%. But if we're also not then going, okay, but then what does weight say about us as women? Yeah. Because let's be real, men chase that ideal body type as well. Oh the yeah, skinny, we can... curvaceous. That's an ideal body type too that we as women often poo-poo men for, for only trying to attain that. Because yeah. we look at those body types and say that's, that's not realistic. That's not ideal. Right. Not, real women are not built like that. But
1: tall, but but not all men are six feet tall and taller. Yeah, and there are some men out there who are like, I love a full figured woman. There's nothing wrong with that. That's That's what I want. That's what I like. Like we could go about, we could talk about this all day, and we could keep going back and forth and back and forth. And I think the goal is to is that no one is right and no one is wrong, and no like they're like tall is good and short is bad. You know, like right. All of that has to start. And, and I think it's getting better, and I think the celebrities and the supermodels and all that stuff are, like, a great example of, like, hey, like, it doesn't matter, and I'm rich and famous, and it doesn't matter, you know?
0: Yeah, now I can also see someone listening to this going, okay, well, Alana just mentioned a bunch of celebrity women who are taller than their equally famous celebrity men, i.e. these two people are successful. So that sort of cancels out because when you're talking about two successful people in a relationship height becomes less of a factor, right? If you guys are both successful, right. Who cares if you're if the woman is taller, you both have that attainable level of success that we as human beings are constantly craving and looking for, mm-hmm. and I would say to that person that's like, oh my god, but you just mentioned celebrities. Well, yes, but if I mention normal everyday people, you would have no idea who the f I was talking about, right? And they um, exist. So and I'm just out just there. saying that, right? Yeah, exactly. And I think when it comes to the the taller, why we think a man should be taller, we've just been brainwashed to think of that as normal or better. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Or better. Which is Yeah, which because is we don't see it very often. 100%. A relationship therapist, Jean Fitzpatrick, says a very tall woman may have felt like a giant growing up height-wise. A shorter man may have been the smallest guy on the team, and so dating a taller woman might feel like an uncomfortable reminder for him of that. But the biggest height difference any of us experience in life is the one that we have with our parents growing up mm. when we were small and they were tall. We felt taken care of because they were bigger than us. We felt loved because they were bigger than us. That's where it comes from. That's where it starts, which is why I mentioned my dad at top of episode. And the fact that my parents stood eye to eye, there was no like the man is tall. Therefore he is more authoritative. Both of my parents kicked so much ass in their career. And my father still continues to, and he's not super tall. In fact, he is under the average height for that of a man right. but that doesn't mean that a tall woman short man should inspire anxiety I think that some certain people see those couplings and are like oh my god he must feel so emasculated yeah. or oh my god she's in heels and he's already short why would she accentuate how tall she is human fucking choice yeah. You know what I mean? Just because, just because you have hangups on a man believing a man should be taller doesn't mean we all do. Right, right, right.
1: Yeah, I agree. You said it. You said it well.
0: <sighs> yeah. So, so where does this leave us, Jack? Like, what's the call to action in all of this? Is my question to you?
1: Um, I had something, and then I was thinking about what we just said, and then I lost it. Um. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's like brain okay. fart. Uh, where does that leave us? Well, I mean, we touched on so much and I think it really does begin like with what you said is like checking our biases, like find a moment or throughout the day where you start to, we don't even know how often we do it. You know, we look at someone and we already think a million things. We don't even know the brain moves so fast. Thoughts fire at Mm -hmm. like lightning speed, you know? So, I mean, I guess the first thing would be like, if you do see, if and when you do see a taller man with a short woman, just don't go there. You know, hopefully after you listen to this episode, you'll see that, you know, and if you do go there, then start to reverse engineer why you're thinking the way you're thinking. And a lot of people don't do that enough. We don't think why we're thinking the way we're thinking, because this is how we've been thinking for so long. And then all of a sudden to be like, why did I think that? Is like your brains, like your body's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You're not supposed to be doing this. I'm in charge, you know? And it's like, Mm -hmm. no, we have been raised with a set of ideals, society, movie, books. Our parents, our ex-lovers have taught us things about us. And it's like, we don't even know what we stand for anymore. You know, so really, really dive deep inside ourselves and get to know ourselves and know ourselves for what we are and not what anyone else or any culture or anything has shaped us to be. Because it sure has, you know? So, yeah, I mean, it's a lot, I understand. But I think start small. Maybe don't even start with something with height. Start with something that you maybe... Like, you just don't like, what is it? Like, you don't like, I don't know, something. I don't know, an example, but, but start there. Like, start, cause it's, it's a muscle that's gotta be used. You know, it's, a, it's like a, it's like, if you've never done push ups, how are you, you start with one, you know? So I don't know. That's not, I don't know, but I do know, but that's where I am coming from. A little more abstract.
0: No, that's okay. I think, um, I, I, am with you on one point where I do think that we should, listen to our reasoning and we should ask ourselves why we think that way. So an example for that, if you pride yourself on being an open-minded person, let's say, and then when it comes to dating, yeah, exactly. But then when it comes to dating, you a hundred percent refuse to date someone that's not taller than you. Well, that's not really open-minded. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like those two thoughts of yourself are in conflict. How do you reason that? Yeah. And I think as human beings, especially when we're dating, I think people like to believe that, uh, I'm sorry, let me take that back. I think people like to, like to hide behind the belief that sexual attraction is a pre-wired condition and we just can't change it. Yeah, And that's not technically true. There's right. a lot of different social, societal, economic, religious, cultural signs and signals that imprint on us whether it's subconsciously or consciously that lead us to then be attracted to the man woman or non-binary individuals that we are attracted to mm-hmm. so I think getting rid of that belief of like I'm pre-wired this way I just I just need a dashingly good-looking man who's over six feet who makes a 100k a year and who's really strong well it's no coincidence that a lot of people are Enjoy that man. That's not pre wired. Those are a bunch of different cues all firing off in our brain at the same time, saying that that kind of person is the person we should be with, but not necessarily the best person for us. Mm -hmm. So I think starting there and checking that, that's an easy way to start checking your bias. Though I will say, going through this episode, I found myself in a weird feminist conundrum because. I feel like one of the most common reasons that women don't want to date shorter men is because shorter men, being taller than a man makes them not feel as feminine. They don't feel as, as sort of dainty and feminine as they would like to. And I guess my feminist conundrum is this. We live in a world that tells women to shrink themselves, right? Be small. Don't take up so much space. A man wouldn't like that. But yet we're also existing in a time where we're in a big female empowerment movement Mm. where there are women from multiple sides telling other women, take up as much goddamn space as you want because you are entitled to it. Mm. So why is it that when it comes to our romantic relationships, we are willing to shrink ourselves in the name of feeling delicate and feminine and in need of protection, but out in the world a lot of us women are going out and taking up the space that we know we deserve.
1: Yeah. And I
0: couldn't figure out an answer for that. Like, why is that still happening in our, why are those two conflicting forces still at play? I guess is what I'm trying to say.
1: Yeah, I think, I think you're absolutely right. Let me interpret that a little better and see if I can spit something out that's a little bit more spiritual and wholesome and positive. Not that yours wasn't. I'm just saying, you know, me being... It was just blunt. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think you're right. I think they are in conflict. I I also think that as a feminist, if you want to feel a certain way, then you are entitled to it, right? Like if you want to mm-hmm. take up space and be loud and, and speak your mind and fight for what you believe in and fight for your white rights and equality and... Being intersectional, and all, like that's the way of the future. But I also think there is a balance to that, you know, just like there is a balance to a man who doesn't always want to be the breadwinner. He may want to be a stay at home dad. He may want to wash dishes and watch, you know, do the laundry. Who knows, you know, more women are having kids later than ever before. So what I think all of that has to be is that it has to be balanced and has to be healthy. If Mm -hmm. Healthy in a way for like progressive growth, you know? And so I think you, I think women have every right to feel like if they want to feel safe and protective and, you know, doted on and they want to care for their husbands and, and maybe play that role. But I don't think that has to come from a place of where you allow yourself to not shine and not be authentic. You know, that's that's like the slight key to it all, because where, why and where are you doing this? Are you doing this because you think that this is the only way you're going to keep your husband? Are you doing this because this is what your mother did? Ah. And she grew up in the 50s and, you know, she came home and she was everything was perfect. There was red lipstick. There was a casserole in the oven. And, you no. know, like house was clean. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, let's find that balance because partners are becoming more and more equal. That is the way of the future, you know, like there has to be that equality. And so I don't think there's anything wrong with feeling wanting to feel small if you're a big woman or wanting to feel extra feminine on date night or, you know, whatever it may be. But I think we have to understand that it's not coming from a place of making myself small, but it's because, I I feel love when when my husband does this, or I feel authentic when I do this, and it may not be small as well. Like we also right. love to title and like label things, and if a, a woman, if 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 for a woman, she feels in order to love her husband, she feels like she needs to, and maybe it's not because she feels like she's he's gonna leave her, or because he's like you know, abusing her or he's verbally abused or anything, but it's more like as his wife, she's determined to have dinner ready every day at seven because she wants it to be that way. And it's not coming out of fear or anxiety or that she's going to lose this man. But as his wife and as, as his partner, she's decided that that is something she wants to uphold because maybe in her family, that wasn't a thing. And that's, (laughs) that's maybe she realized, like, I think it's important. It's like a value of hers. You know, like I'm not defending any of this. I'm just trying to find I'm attempting to find a way where like for you having this conundrum that it can be both like we can have both, yes. especially as feminists. We are able and we can have the best of both. And I think we just have to check where it's coming from and and 100%. that we're yeah.
0: Yeah, 100%. Because I do feel like we live in a world where it's harder than heck to find uh, a partner that, that we think uh, completes us. But yeah, I but then I think that's the so key. cheesy.
1: I think that's the key word. It's not finding a partner. It's meeting someone that is able to create that with you, you know? And, like, creating that in the sense of being, like, because yeah. you, you're no, no one's ever... To gonna just find someone ready to like go like as well, like that, that kind of that takes time and energy. And like you need to talk about it. You need to figure out what your values are. Are, you, are they aligned? What's what's your vision for the relationship? Yeah.
0: The only thing I don't agree with what you said is that N word need. I don't like the idea that that society tells women that they need men. I disagree with that. I think that if you are looking for a partner that completes you, that's totally cool. I I think you shouldn't discount a an eligible bachelor just because he doesn't meet your height requirements. When it's really hard to find a good partner nowadays, anyways. I mean, look at how many dating sites we have, yeah, and look ton. at how often, yeah. And and just look at how dating. Um, Vernacular permeates our culture And our everyday conversations
1: mm-hmm. tons, right? tons
0: Yeah I mean it's just a, a It's a little food for thought But I think my last call to action Because I am A woman that has dated shorter men In my day I'm about to give you some reasons Why you women Who want to date taller men Should maybe give shorter men a chance <laughs> I mean chew on this Shorter men have more sex in a recent study published in the Journal wow. of Sexual Medicine, they looked at the sex lives of heterosexual men who have had steady female partners. They found that the lucky dudes getting it on the most were between the ages of 25 to 29, weighed less than 172 pounds, and were 5'9 or under. So there you go. Does size matter? Apparently, when it comes to your sexual life, it does. <laughs> or consider the fact that short men are sh- confident as fuck because we live in a world that overlooks short men simply because they are short and so they're forced to make it up in confidence they're forced to have more confidence going through the world now I know what you're thinking but what about the Napoleon complex well think about this The Napoleon complex is actually code for being ridiculously ambitious, because as we now know, Napoleon wasn't exactly as short as we thought. He was pretty average for his time. So those on the shorter side might feel like they have something to prove. And with that being the case, they might go on to totally kill it in their professional careers and might attain a level of success that taller men might attain but might not sustain long-term, if that makes any sense. Hmm. Or think about the fact that shorter men have a longer life expectancy. Men who are on the shorter end of the height spectrum live on average two years longer than taller men. And a recent new study of 8,000 men found that it may be related to a gene that's linked to longevity. So... Those who clock in below five foot two actually live the longest. Makes way sense. longer than someone who clocks in over six feet. Or how about this? Shorter men tend to be more committed in relationships. <laughs> research from NYU ding, found ding, that ding. short men are. S- I'm just <laughs> that's, saying. That's what every woman and- wants to hear right now. <laughs> I mean, let's just chew on this fact. The research coming out of NYU found that short men are significantly less likely to get divorced on average than taller men. While tall men want to get married earlier, their marriages don't last as long as that of short men. So when it comes to love, maybe short is longer lasting. How about that? Mm. Or shorter men gives you more dating options. Because as we said in top of show, the average height for a man in the US is five foot nine and not six feet. Yeah. So when you drop that height requirement you actually double or even triple your chances for love or how about this final one you no longer have to stand on your tippy toes when you make out with your tall ass boyfriend (laughs) because hey when you're dating shorter men you don't have to get those kinks and your calves those Charlie horses from standing on your tiptoes to kiss those tall motherfuckers you could stand on your two feet or If you're like me, I look eye to eye with my boyfriend, I have no extra leg pain. So score, who doesn't want that? (laughs) So I I just feel like I had to to call out and not call out, but give shout outs to the short men of the world who really are catches, but we always overlook them because they they don't meet this height requirement. And I think that if we can look inside ourselves and undo some of that wiring, should totally we would have more sex, people would right. not be as single as long. Well, I think Divorce even rates
1: would drop, I think even that like it just i finally I kind of had just the epiphany just the, the the fact that we call them short. Do you know what I mean? Why? Mm-hmm. they're short because we're comparing them to six foot men, but in reality, right. they're just men at a certain height, so I think even the language, the vocabulary around it can even begin to start changing, you know. Yeah, I think that's
0: a really great point.
1: Yeah, I just as it like as it like as you were reading all this, I just realized like, why do we even call them short? Oh, I know because we're Mm -hmm. comparing them to something. But if that didn't even exist, which is what we're aiming to do, then they're just he's just a five foot seven man. He's just a he's just a man. He's just a five foot man. Yeah, like that even in itself, you know, like a woman. Why is a woman skinnier? Because you're comparing her to someone who is thicker right and larger yeah yeah, all of that and so i think even that the beginning of that like if you're already seeing your man or not already but if we're already kind of going there and trying to like quantify it and make it fit into this thing then you know that in of itself has to kind of start to dissipate because um you're leading with something and so it kind of is in like you said contradiction to maybe the betterment of of all of it so i think that's a great one it's to not call men short as well.
0: Or just not call anybody short. Yeah, that, should stop hating on people. Because they're short. It's again, it's discrimination. Are you a discriminator? Oh, you don't want to think of yourself in those terms, then don't discriminate <laughs> right. against someone because of their height.
1: Exactly. And None. that's kind of piggybacks way back to my story when I was 12. You know, it's like, yeah, I've called him short, but I would never call a man tall. You know, maybe we could start saying like, oh, you're so tall. Get away from me. <laughs> oh, uh, you're too oh my tall. God. I can't be around you. Oh.
0: <laughs> oh, you you tall person with those big canoe feet. Oh, <laughs> how can I deal with this? Oh, no. Oh,
1: gosh. So, you know, just like, <sighs> find the light of it. Have fun with it, guys. Don't be too hard on yourselves. We're all human, yeah, and just yeah. be be open and 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 willing to learn and grow with us on the show. <laughs> yeah,
0: and you know we're going into the holidays, or at least the winter, where it's it's getting colder, and you know you might want someone up in that bed spooning oh, you and giving you that good love. you up. I mean, don't discount the short men because they are good cuddlers too. And hey, when you're laying down, all your your pieces fit together. So <laughs> consider that.
1: How about how about that? How about that?
0: <laughs> we're just trying to look out for your orgasms, guys. That's to make all sure we're really trying to do. <laughs> Yeah, we just want to make sure that you guys are really getting it in uh, for the rest of 2019 Ooh. and throughout the entirety of 2020. I'm getting hot. Anyways, whew, girl, anyways, <laughs> that is our episode. Let us know your thoughts and we will be back next week. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. This episode was produced by Christian Humes over at Zeitheist. We are the Black and Yellow Podcast. We are on the gram, and you can find us on the gram at Black and Yellow Podcast. I'm Jacqueline Chung-Young on Instagram. And I am Alana Webster, but my handle is at Renegade of Fun.
1: You can also find us on Apple Podcast and Spotify at Black and Yellow Podcast. The podcast is important. It is important. (laughs) Um, And you can rate, review. Please subscribe if you like. We'd love to hear your thoughts, any comments, any concerns, any questions. Reach out to us. Let us know what you're thinking. We'd love to hear from you guys.
0: Definitely. One love. Stay woke and we'll talk to you next week.
1: Bye-bye. Bye.